How are we looking? All right, all right. Are we good? Yeah, I hear you. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go, everybody. Welcome back to the fourth episode of Grown Face Podcast. I am your host, Leo with the Nine, joined by the best co-host from the West Coast, Bishop with a B. How's it going, Bishop? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm looking forward to uh, to doing this again. Uh, the masses are calling out for this, and when I say masses, uh, it's only 50 people. <laughs> Hey, that's enough, though. Two yeah. is enough. <laughs> I, I was looking for a, uh, for a quote, and it just says, uh, small steps made over time move mountains. And there we go. That's that's the uh, quote for the, for today. Uh, I want to talk for, uh, thanks for tuning in. We got about 50 uh, listeners, and for my goal of 65,000 listeners, we are, we're, we're pretty, uh, we're, we're still short. You know, urged, <laughs> and I think that, um, you guys are going to enjoy the podcast, and I want to say if you guys have any questions or if you guys would like to join this uh, podcast uh, in the future, you can reach us at grownfacepodcast at gmail.com, um, mm-hmm. iTunes, we are on Stitcher, we are on Spotify, Breaker, uh, just a few of the platforms that you could uh, check this podcast out, and I uh, hope you enjoy uh, today's podcast. Yep. Uh, what's at the core uh, between um, the fates uh, of the world? Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to add anything? No, no, I guess, you know, this is, um, this is, I think, besides the trying to find out about one's own and trying to get to the truth and the things of that nature. Um, I think when we look to the left and the right, we see so many examples of um, different faiths going on. And if you really think about it, we all kind of are conducting ourselves in, in the same way. Um, and so it's, it's, it's interesting that we're so divided yet together at the same time mm-hmm. and 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 i, I think i shared uh, uh we were looking at this uh uh it's called top yet and uh we we're talking about top 10 similarities between different religions and um we can start off with number 10 uh, figure out where we want to stop at i wanted to start off with uh so number 10 was peace and nonviolence. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine was all of humanity is united and number eight is morals Number seven is compassion and respect for everyone. And I think that uh, I want to start off there uh, as far as being compassionate to others. Um, I, I think that's uh, pivotal in one's growth, you know, that you can't overlook someone else's feelings, um, even though they are across the world. I think that we are all connected. And, and um, I, when I see someone like something like bombings that are going on over there, and that, I don't know about you, but it's kind of affecting you see kids. Uh, you know, um, going out in a way that no kid should go out in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, I mean, it, but, it, you know, even if we, you know, we kind of bring it back in a little bit, look at what we do, look at what people of the same religion do to each other from different branches of the same religion. Mm. Um, you know, whether, you know, we can look at how things go on in other countries and what's done by this country to that, they may have different belief systems. The primary religion in the regions may be different, but Look at what, you know, uh, certain Muslims will do to other Muslims or look at what certain Christians will do to other Christians, what, what they'll justify with the same book, same holy book. And, and you know, so it's 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 interesting to, to ask what is at the core of all of them, because it seems as though, you know, people are reading different books, you know, um, but they're not. And so the key is, is what's really driving people to, you know, at the core, you know, is it the religion or is it really them? you know, with the mask of the religion on, you know. And I had asked you uh, um, earlier, like, like I was saying, Bishop's one of the uh, the brighter 
more uh, more brighter. I think of too, you know. When I when I asked him a question like that, there was a, I looked up like uh, how many religions are of the world, and I, I was actually thrown back at uh, saying that there's something about 4,300 religions uh, in the world. And when I asked him, you were like a couple thousand, and mm -hmm. uh, tell me. Yeah, yeah, was, I figured that was thousands because I could only imagine, you know, from the, so much of the world I haven't seen and and just how different it is in one country. I'm like, you know, it's it's got to be because everybody's always running off with their own. You know, like, okay, we like this, this, and this, but I'm cool on that. <laughs> so we're going to break off and do this thing over here. And that's typically how it goes. So, I mean, you're talking about, you know, the top, what, you know, you got the top uh, 20, you know, I'm sure that you kind of, you know, you probably touched on a little bit, you know what I mean? And uh, with Christianity, Islam, and Hinduism, and Chinese, and Buddhism, and primal indigenous. And I think a lot of people, to be honest, primal indigenous is probably something that a lot of people aren't even aware that they may even follow or have even heard of. Yeah, and um, that I, I came across, and I was like uh, very intrigued by what uh, this whole primal indigenous um, religion is. And it says that there's 300 million followers, and it's mostly in Africa and Asia. And uh, I've never heard of this, I, uh, but it was something like, I think a lot of people out there, if they were to, to look into this uh, religion, I guess, um, would be like, wow, uh, this is what I'm looking for. Or, or this is uh, somewhat in, in line with what I'm, um, what I'm feeling right now, you know. But it also says that 75% um, of the world population are probably not even aware of it. They're, they're 2.1 billion Christians, uh, 1.3 billion uh, Muslims, 1.1 um, secular, agnostic, and atheist. Uh, followers out there, uh, 900 million, uh, what is it, Hindus, and Chinese traditional rounded out at 394. So 75% of the world's population are studying those five and probably unaware of other, uh, what is it, um, they, they, they pretty much, they say that it's not a religion, though. It's more of a spiritual, uh, um, what is it, like a spiritual, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... I mean, if it's not, a, I mean, typically I think people, it's just, it's just a way of life where it's a practice. Um, I don't think it's, it's anything that, uh, cause just like Buddhism, it's not about gods or anything of that nature. It's, it's really about taming oneself and, and, and trying to master that and, you know, escape this thing. You know, a lot of people believe we're trapped. So <laughs> I think that, uh, a lot of the issues are, are, um, or a lot of the, the, the views of it is just strictly, um, spiritual awareness and, um, you know, and not religious whatsoever, not structured, not dogmatic uh, or indoctrinated. It's, 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 I think at the core of what we are, you know, like if there was no book, if there were no preachers, if there were no churches, what would we do? You know, and I think that's the question. If you were just stuck in the middle of nowhere from day one and you looked around and you will probably do what your ancestors did, which is you see the sun come and go, you see the moon, you see the water, it, it sustains life. It gives you life. You got you will probably start to look at these things, especially the celestial bodies as gods and have personalities of their own, you know? So I think it's, it's, it's that, that spirituality that's going to cause us to seek somewhere. And then, you know, I can't call it for, uh, you know, the atheist individuals. I don't know what they may feel. Um, but I think maybe sometimes it's less feeling and more thinking. Um, and maybe, you know, how you perceive this world or the lens that you place on is, is basically what you get. So, one thing that mm -hmm. I did come across, you know, like years ago, uh, I met one atheist. Mm -hmm. You know, he was sharing me a, a, a few uh, books that he was reading about the multiple uh, people who um, are similar to Christ, and he, he seemed like he was very intent 
on trying to uh, rattle my face and um, trying to get me to see, hey, that, that we are uh, a chance being. And uh, one thing, I, and being a parent, um, and I'm, I'm sure you uh, may feel the same, um, I don't believe that as much, you know? Like, I look at my kids, and I was, and, and this is something I, I really feel is that um, two eyes, two arms, two legs, uh, the feeling of joy, the feeling of, of, of happiness when I'm around them, that I, I don't think that we are chance uh, species. And I think that we were made in love uh, to experience love and to, to also spread love. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that, um, that I've come across, that I've come across just learning and reading and, and uh, growing, um, you know, having some grown faith as far as feeling that God is love. You know, and I think that that's something that um, that's my faith. Um, uh, so even though that, that atheist tried to rattle me, um, and I, it didn't rattle me at all, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think something as far as the atheist, uh, I think they're, they're searching for something, too. I don't know if you've come across any in your life. Um, not not personally, um, you know, having but I, I have, you know, of course, I've had uh, friends and such that have lost theirs because of tragic instances. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, the belief of there has to be a God that loves um, is gone. You know, and um, so I, I can, and you know, the weird things that I can understand all of it, you know, because from from the perspective of God, you know, um, you know, made in love by someone who loves us. I think that personification of, of God is it, it, it fits where you're at, too. You know what I'm saying? So but I think for another person who may be going through something, they may be like, you know what, I, this doesn't make a lot of sense. So they may go into, let's say, the Bible, for instance, and they may say. Okay, so in the Old Testament, he's just knocking people off. He's just killing everybody if they don't align with uh, his rules. Uh, you know, so then you got the New Testament, then the game changes. And so it's like, well, who is this guy? You know, and, I've, and, I, and, and so I think stepping back and looking at both ends, seeing, you know, just beautiful things happen in people's lives to where you can only attribute it to God or you can only attribute it to some universal uh, source of energy that loves you, that cares about you, um, you know, uh, doing things and so on and so forth. But then you also have the other side, like, hold up, let me, let me, let me get this straight. You mean this is, this XYZ is going to happen in my life. And, you know, this person is just going to get away with it or, you know, well, I just take this L, I just take this loss and I'm, um, and there's nothing I can do about it. So I, I think, you know, how you, you know, like you were saying, you know, this, this, um, this uh, beautiful coming together of these cells and things, making these, things that are us, you know, just like you may look at your children and so on and so forth, like you said, but then at the other time, you know, you have people who believe that we are extensions of the Godhead. We are extensions of it. So as many of us that are trying to figure out self-love, it's, it's, it's that aspect of it where we're all extensions of, of that, that Godhead trying to experience or out here experiencing different things um, in this material world, because um, God is spiritual. And so it, it can't necessarily come into the, but through us, it can come into the material. So now we're trying to, trying to, or we're, we're supposed to come here and live and experience these things. And it's kind of going back into the memory bank to which all things come from. Um, but so many of us are trying to figure out how to love. So you have so many people who can't love themselves, but claim to love God. But ultimately, what if God is you? I mean, you have the divine spark in you. And so, you know, I think that at the core of, of so many people and what they're searching for, to be honest, um, is that, you know, we, I think we've mentioned on other, other, uh, the other podcasts, um, 
I think self-love has a very, very big part to play at the core because you find people who will do despicable things in the name of their religion. And you have mm. other people who will do beautiful things in the name of their religion. And it could be the same religion. <laughs> and you're trying to figure out, like, how did you come up with it? You read the same scripture I read, but this is what you got from it. Or this is what you wanted to get from it. And so I think that it's really the person that everybody's seeking. And so I think there's this, you know, I think you mentioned what, um, you know, Paul was, you know, you, you mentioned briefly and that we'll go into another time, but how many times mysteries were mentioned in, in, in um, you know, in the New Testament or in the Bible case, but, you know, and many will say that that mystery is Christ. That mystery is Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's what it was saying. Is, and that, that stuck out to me, the whole mystery. But I remember when I was in Bible college, as I was reading that, I was mystery, mm -hmm. mystery, mystery. And I was like, man, there's something here with this. And, it, and I'm reading this article and it was saying that um, they spoke of a mystery and that mystery was revealed in Christ. Mm -hmm. now, you know, he was that mystery that maybe we were, we were seeking, you know, but now that he's gone, it seems like that mysterious uh, uh, question, is, that mystery is back, mm -hmm. you know, and is that, is that what's leading people to fall away uh, from their faith? And I read an article about this deacon. Here's a deacon that um, he fell away from his faith, you know, and um, I do believe that in the time of deepest despair or when you're just, you know, um, in your darkest moment, God is going to reveal uh, something to you because he said he was standing on a beach and he saw a light and heard a voice and he was thrown back at it, you know, and that kind of brought him back. But even, but up until that point, he was speaking on a faith that he lost uh, uh, faith in. He was speaking on a religion that, that didn't ring true to his heart anymore. So one thing that I, I, I got from that was even in your dark times and your rainiest days and you know, when you're at your lowest, uh, just keep pushing, mm -hmm. you know, maybe fake it till you make it, you know, Yeah. and yeah. he might reveal himself to you uh, in a way that is going to rock your world uh, and bring you back to where uh, you should be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I was, you know, a few years ago myself, I was out here at um, one of the beaches out here and uh, at nighttime, um, you know, I try to do a little bit of thinking it's, it's empty and it's quiet and I'm, I'm a night owl in that sense I love the night um, and um, you know I'm so I'm done standing out you know by the water and um, I'm walking back and something swoops down and I'm like yo what what you know what what was that because the wingspan I saw at the corner of my eye was pretty big and then I look over to the light when I get to the lights and it's an owl and the owl is is staring dead at me and I'm like I ain't never seen an owl, at the, you know, at the beach. And then, but what happened from that point forward and, and dreams and, and messages that came from that and what that represented was, so yeah, I mean, I think definitely, especially when we're in tune with nature, especially when we're somewhere where it's it's some part of nature, not man-made, we can get hell of or some amazing answers or whatnot. But back to what I was, what I was, what I was thinking of in regards to the mysteries aspect, there's this, this, we're always attributing it to something that isn't us. Right. So and even in the Bible, it it attributes it to the to, to, to Christ. Right. That and that's cool, you know, but at the same time, I feel like there's so many people who have accepted that and who are still suffering. To me, the biggest mystery is oneself. Oneself. I was going to. Yeah, because uh -huh. you can read you can read the Bible, you can get concordances. 
breakdowns of, of particular aspects of the Bible, historical aspects of the Bible. And you can read and read and read and try to understand. People will do that before they have any understanding of self because it's hard. You know, what do you do? There's no manual to it. You know, you're, you're going to face things. You're going to look at things from your past. You're going to look at things, you know, from your past that affect you now. And then the part of you, that's the real authentic you that you've never even met to try to find it. So I think that the real mystery is, is us. And I think that's why I've said that I feel the, the, the core, the core of what people are really searching for throughout any religion is, is, is the unveiling of them, you know? And I think, it, and it's not in a way of saying that they're God. It's the way of saying, I, if you don't know you, how can you even serve anything outside of you properly? Well, that, I, I find that funny because I was wondering, like, what would you say to, like, as I'm reading this right here, the mm -hmm. new spirituality and its belief, and it says new age spirituality promotes the development of the person's own power or divinity, mm -hmm. referring to a deity, a follower of this type of spirituality is not taking or is not talking about a transcendent personal God who created the universe, but is referring to a higher consciousness within themselves. Mm. You know, and, and I think that that uh, that, I think that's a heavy burden to carry if you're, if you're referring to yourself as as God. You know, and I think a lot of people um are going to go down a different path. Like uh, there are some rappers out there that call it, "Oh, I am God." Yeah. But then a few years later, they're cutting their hairs off, you know, bald head. <laughs> hey, man, what, what's going on with that guy? Yeah, right. that, that's scary, man. Yeah, you know, I, it can definitely, and I think that's why I think everybody, somehow, somehow, some way, I think everybody got a piece of the truth. You know, I think everybody somehow ran off with a piece of the truth, and not everybody has the entire truth. Um, and so I think to that degree, I put it like this if you look at certain people who are religious, right? Um, and, I, and, and the biggest one I can go to because you have this advocate for you is Christianity. You have Jesus. Right. And so what Jesus has done is basically take the burden off of you. But if you look at it in a lot of cases, it gives people a scapegoat to continuously mess up. Mm. Because if that wasn't there, how much better would you do? Right. If there was no safety net, how many times could you say I'm trying before you actually do it? So I think that when you talk about taking the responsibility and you know like i said the whole i am god thing it's it's a i think it's a way to look at it but i personally look at it from this perspective it's taking full responsibility of your life everything that's bad everything that's that's good everything that needs to change and there's nobody that you're going to cry out to and lean on now some people can handle that and it doesn't mean that they're stronger than other people who can't but i believe that conditioning has caused some people to who wouldn't who wouldn't i, I used to be the type of person who's like okay well you know, Jesus, you know, he, you know, from dying for your sins to everything. But if you look at that individual, let's just take the religion away. Look at the individual. He wasn't like that. Jesus wasn't a Christian. Right. Christianity was started after. So, after. so if you look at him, just how he operated from the little bit that we do know. And of course, there's books on the missing years and everything. But just the little bit that we know from the scriptures itself. He wasn't the person looking for a way out, a scapegoat. Uh, a way to make an excuse and make it okay. So I personally feel like that's the example. The example is that somehow he went off and found himself enough to plug into his creator, you know, the Bible, his father. Father, he's son of God, quote unquote, in that sense. And that's, that's what a person believes, so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, still, the example that he said was, I'm connected in such a way where I'm not sitting here trying to figure out, should I do you right? Should I do you wrong? 
um, you see what I'm about. I'm about healing. I'm about enlightening. I'm about uh, going out here and challenging the system that's broken. Um, you know, and people are getting healed. They just touching me because of their faith. So when you think about a person who's walking around like this, we're not talking about a person who is um, who's religious. <laughs> we're not talking about a person who is who is um, um, looking for uh, the easy way. We're looking at a person who's taking it upon himself to say, you know what? For all these people, right? That's the story. For all these people, I'm gonna do this thing. For all these people, I'm gonna die. For all these people sacrifice myself. I'm going I'm to I'm go along with the prophecy. I'm going to listen to what my father tells me to do. So how do you have that mentality? Um, and also have the mentality of, okay, well, maybe my dad will bail me out. Maybe my dad will stop. Or maybe, maybe somebody else can take my place. It wasn't like that. And of course, at the end, he was crying out, you know, you know, can you, you know, something to the degree of this cup passing from him. But at the end yeah. of the day, yeah, but at the end of the day, it was rolling in a way of full responsibility and i feel like that's what it's about but you can't get there unless you understand yourself enough and know your position so if let's take the position that's given he's the son the only begotten son of god he knew his position the right hand that's where he is that's who he is that's the who and where how many of us are running around we don't know where we at we don't know who the hell we are you know we just out here and so you try to find it in a book. You try to find it in personal development. And all these things are cool, but the only place the answer is, is inside. And if you can get there, if you can dig deep enough past all the BS that life is thrown on you and you uncover it, you're going to come out. You're not going to be trying to figure out how do I stop sinning or quote unquote sinning or how do I stop doing wrong? That's not even going to be on your radar anymore. You're going to be awakened. You're going to be changed. You're going to understand your position in the universe. And I think, uh, and that's funny that you're you're talking about that, right? Because um, based on one of the things uh, religions have in common is, although all religions have their original scriptures written in different languages, mm -hmm. and they address God with different names, they all share the common phrase "I am." Mm -hmm. And I don't want to go into one of those sermons that says "I am" because I'm present. But as I was listening to, you know, when uh, the person who takes it upon themselves, they saying, "Oh, I I I am strong," or uh, you know, I am, I'm, I am, I am God, or, you know, I, I'm listening to this, right? And, I, and I'm saying, like, how many people are saying, instead of saying, I am man, I, I'm just alone. I am, I, 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 I am, uh, I am lost. How about mm -hmm. we switch those, uh, let's switch those words around saying, I am strong. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. how about uh, saying being disconnected, I am connected. Mm -hmm. You know, it has a part to do with your, your grown faith, mm -hmm. you know. Um, start asking, uh, flip those words around. I think this is what I'm getting from this is, um, you know, uh, change, change. Let's, let's put the, uh, what is it? The underline after I am, mm -hmm. you know, and the people that are out there that are feeling lost, that are feeling lonely. I, I, I'm just lonely. I am just, just weak. Mm -hmm. nah, man, um, let's, and this is what I want to get across with growing faith. And let's grow up. Let's, let's, let's get stronger together because, uh, I do believe, uh, even though we only have 40, the listeners at this time I, and I was really like I wanted to you know I'm encouraged I'm really feeling strong and I want to get people to let's 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 get let's uh let's get the ball rolling you know and and let's talk about uh I am connected I am strong I am I am ready I am willing to change to listen uh to even to be to get back to being compassionate and respect for everyone mm -hmm. you know uh, this is just something that I'm seeing right here and I think that this is something that uh I don't know. I don't, it's just saying something to me right now. You know, I am, 
man, yeah. I'm not, I don't say I am God. But, I, I <laughs> but but you see how it, it goes. So so for people who may say that, you may hear that. That's a person who said, you know what? I'm not taking what's given anymore. I'm going to call the shots. I'm going to call the shots on me. I'm going to call the shots on my, my, my physical reality. So to do that, life that you've given it, you know, to give it away. God, take this. God, take this. You praying. And, and there's a difference between prayer and affirmative prayer. Right. So, you know, you have the aspect of prayer to where they, you know, there's a there's a belief. And I, and I believe it. If you kneel down or you're praying and you're praying, asking for things that you don't have, uh, whether it be healing, whether it be money, whatever the case, all you're doing is reaffirming that position you are in in your life. So so many people, they've been praying for years. Um but they're not getting the answers and the results that they want. You know, and it's an old little saying that God takes care of babies and fools, all right? So there's many of us that, you know, we saw a movement at some point from God, but then it stopped. And so now we're trying to figure out how to recalibrate and, and see what's going to work now. Or well, as I see, like, if you look, uh, like, on TV, like, these, um, these uh, take, what is it, this prosperity teachers? Uh-huh. I, I feel like they're giving you that McDonald's, uh, Burger King your way right away just spend us a little bit of money this way and we're going to give you a blessing that way mm-hmm. so it's almost giving you an easy out like oh yeah, look over there and uh, I'm, I'm just waiting mm-hmm. you know but there is you know sitting idle um, waiting for that for that check to clear uh, in, 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 in a good name in, in, in hopes of, uh, of, of healing mm-hmm. in hopes of um, um, forgiveness mm-hmm. I don't think that's the way and, and it says number uh, things that uh, you know that what they all have in common is that spiritual knowledge is within man's reach. Mm-hmm. So you you have it, you can get it. And I wish I can pull up a scripture that I remember saying that uh, that you know God does reside within us, and I, I wholeheartedly believe that. You know, as, as a creator, if you've ever created, or when you look at your, you know, um, when you look at your kid, or when I look at my kid, you know, I I see like, oh, that's my nose right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, look, man, he got my lips, or, oh, man, oh, they got my big ears, you know, Uh you know what I mean? So I definitely, uh, the spiritual knowledge, as well as the the spiritual um, part of God, Mm -hmm. there's a seed in us, you know, so how do we uh, water that seed? You know, how do we attain that that knowledge, you know, and one way is to to get up off your butt and uh, go get it, Mm -hmm. go look for it, instead of just hoping that someone's just going to give it to you in a message. Right. Right. And I, and I think that, uh, for, you know, I think the answer for many people is to go within. You know, I think, you know, in the Bible, it speaks of meditating on the word of God, you know. Um, and I think that, I mean, but aside from that, what do you think that uh, the figure we know is, is Jesus was doing so long in the wilderness? You know, mm-hmm. he wasn't always talking. Right. So if, if prayer, you're, you're talking, you're asking, then, then meditation, you're listening. And I think that when you when you fine tune that ear enough, you'll start to hear your real self and then you'll start to give life to it. And as it begins to, 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 to surface, you know, you'll become it more, you'll become the real you, but you know, there's so many versions of, you know, alternate versions of people that they see for themselves. Meaning, you know, you see your best self, you dress like this, you talk like this, you got this, you live here, boom. So many people have that idea and they're, they're, they're striving for that, you know, and outside outwardly, um, but I, I really starting to think that the key is inside because in Western culture, for sure, we've been taught to look outside for everything, 
Right. And that's it. Say that because number four is God resides within. Yeah. See, so I, I, I truly believe that. I know a lot of people may not look at it that way, but I, I do because, you know, going for so long in life and, and, and prayers and not hearing anything, not, and, you know, not hearing any answers back, it, it didn't make me angry. At, at, at my creator but it made me question like i must be going about this wrong you know so it's not to it's not to take away that okay man god's not real because this thing can answer that's not the way i processed it for me it's like okay i know you're real i know there's this force that's moving out there i know that there's beings that that cover and protect in that move i know that there's that we can't see what am i doing wrong no that, I've, I've, I've been there um i one of the times that i've uh doubt of my faith was um when i tell you that you know god is the father mm-hmm. and um you know not having the most positive uh um, father in my life you know i had started asking like hey man um i could really use you right now mm-hmm. you know and and where are you and i and i kind of doubted like okay man just as absent as the real one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but then like there's things that like uh, that bring me back to like, man, you're blessed. Mm-hmm. And I something from Jay Shetty, uh, motivational speaker, who I've just come you know to to know that says that a uh, perspective that if you have ten dollars in your account, you have more money than seventy five percent people in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and or when I went to a movie theater and I saw this kid that you know obviously had some. Uh, you know, um, uh, problems with himself, you know, mm-hmm, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's out there working with a smile. Mm-hmm. You know? And it is those things that I don't know if those are God, that's God trying to show me that, hey, your problems are as bad as you think or I'm here, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I never, I didn't, I didn't let it rattle, rattle me, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and listen at, looking at this, it says that uh, Jesus tells us that the kingdom of God reigns within each of, each one of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? The Bhagavad Gita uh-huh. says that dwells in everything. Mm-hmm. The Upanishad, uh, forgive me if I'm saying it wrong, reveals that God is hidden in all living beings. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I believe that. Um, I, mean, I I get jealous. I don't know about you. When people say I heard God, but, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, man, I want to hear a voice. But then I, at the same time, I'm like, okay, do I really want to hear that? Because uh, don't scare me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's something that we're like. I know you're there, but, you know, maybe I, I don't um, deserve mm. to, to hear. Mm. You know? Well, you know, you know and, 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 you know, that's the case. I've, I mean, I've been there so many times. I have this friend, you know, I think you might know her, but uh, you might have met her once or twice. But she she's experienced God in some of the most amazing ways, listening, you know, to some of the experience. And so. You know, I've I've sat around people and it's like, man, this is this is a crazy experience. They, they heard, or they heard God tell them this, or they heard God tell them that, and that makes me mad, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? The thing is, is I will look at it like, okay, maybe maybe I'm off, you know, I, I, or something of that nature. But you know what? It's 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 just like you talk about your kids. If you got more than one, you're gonna deal with them differently, right? It's just the way it is. You're gonna see your children's temperament. You're gonna see how they respond to certain things. You're gonna you're going to deal with them differently because you can't have one, you know, one size fits all way of growing up or, I mean, way of raising up your children because you're going to, you're going to mess up, right? You're going to have to take into consideration each and everyone's personality. 
And that's exactly what I think, you know, our creator has done or does with us. So some hear it audibly, some have these amazing, I mean, look at, look at, look at the Bible, look at Paul's experience, you know, being blinded as Saul and, you know, that's, that's some wild stuff, right? That's, that's some wild stuff. But, you know, you have people who have been taken to, you know, to hear the stories. I was, I was taken to hell. I was taken to heaven. It's like, goodness gracious, man. I, I was just sitting here. I can't even, I can barely clear my thoughts enough to pray. <laughs> so, you know, people have some amazing things, man. But I think that what I've noticed too, is that those people, they go deeper. And it's not to say that you're, when you go deep in, in, inside, when you go deep in that silence, it's not the fact that you're going to feel it the same way. But when you do really get your way, you won't even consider other people's. You won't worry about it because yours will be enough because your creator is going to talk to you in the best way, in the way that uh, it knows that you're going to respond the best. So until you get there, it's always going to be looking to the left and right. Like, man, I wish I had, I wish I had something like that. That lets you know that you haven't reached your place yet. That lets you know that you haven't gotten there yet to where you're being communicated to in such a way that you're, 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 you're content. You know what I'm saying? You're fulfilled with it. So I think that lets us know. Keep pushing. Uh, there's this kind of McGregor quote where he says, I'm not talented. There is no such thing as talented, uh, talent. I'm obsessed. Mm -hmm. And there is no um, substitute for hard work, pretty much. Mm -hmm. You know, and maybe uh, maybe that, that can go to show for me that maybe I haven't been obsessed mm -hmm. enough mm -hmm. with trying to get to know my creator or even get my faith uh, to the point where I could say it, it's, I don't know where, where it's want, where it want to be, but I guess that's what grown faith is about. It's not something about it's already fully grown. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, grown faith is that we are continuing to grow. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, whether you don't believe, whether you do believe, um, we're all going to continue to grow in a way that uh, I hope that everybody finds peace and, and, um, and joy. And, and regardless of what you believe, I just hope that um, we can help people and uh, you can find some kind of help in your dark time. You know, amen. <laughs> amen to that one. Uh, that's what I wanted to, because we're going to wrap this up already. We're at that time. But uh, the number three, real quick, is uh, God is always light. And um, I just wanted to finish it off with if we can shed light um, with all the listeners out there, and if we continue to, if we continue to grow, um, light on, on uh, your circumstances and how we can help each other. Um, send us some, uh, send us some messages. Send us a uh, some emails at um, grownfaithpodcast at gmail.com and uh, let's grow together. You know, anything you would like to add, Bishop? No, no, please, please do, you know, reach in, reach out, you know, um, allow us to um, be a part of uh, your journey, you know, just as much as, you know, we want you to be a part of ours and, and we can all share, you know, in this uh, growing process because it's, a, it's full of a lot of growing pains, you know, and uh, sometimes they're tough to uh, just deal with on your own. So, you know, how you guys feel about grown faith? What does it mean to you? What do you guys feel is at the, the core of it all? You know, um, you know, we would love the, the, the feedback and you guys to, to, to reach out. Yeah. And once again, uh, man, we just really appreciate everything. And uh, catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and uh, give us your feedback. We would love to hear from it, mm -hmm. uh, from you guys. And um, we'll see you again next week. Mm -hmm. All right. God bless. Thanks.